But Reddit's got some bold shit too, man. Yeah, I'm not an avid fucking redditor, but I know I can I'm, never I can never get into the swing of it. It's different. It's, uh, it's another world. Yes, it is. We, I feel like it's those like people that retired from Tumblr back in the day. That's exactly what it they is. They pivoted yeah. to to Reddit. Yeah, MySpace yeah. junkies yep. turned to Reddit. Internet junkies. Reddit, MySpace for the for the mature. For the Dogecoin spenders. Yeah. MySpace for the degenerate. <laughs> for the like degenerate. <laughs> We back in this bitch, man. Yes, we are, man. We got Gibbs in the building, right? We here, man. We here. We here. this bitch, and we have another guest today. Yes, we special, do. Super special, special guest. Who we got here? We got uh, presidential. This guy has walked on water without Jesus slippers. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looked like Jesus when I was growing up. Oh, you know, goodness. Man. I'm telling you. We won't talk about those times. He's made water out of wine from the... Clear waters of Lake Minnetonka. Oh my goodness! Yo, this guy's great. Yeah, he is great. Straight humor, man. Yeah, man. Known this guy for a fucking long but time. But who is he? But who, <laughs> who am I? The it's most a, interesting man alive. Word. It's the one and only Matthew Finkel. Yes, man. Round of applause. Damn. Golf clap. Gibbs dropping. Golf Gibbs clap. dropping the first name on the mic. Better clap. him than me. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? What's good? Word, man. How does everybody feel? How Welcome. do they feel? How you feel, Gibbs? I feel good, man. I feel, I feel good. good too, we back man. in the shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. we back in this motherfucker. Can't complain, man. And we are here. And how do you feel? I feel good. That's good, man. We're <laughs> glad to have you, man. Word, Can't man. complain, man. Yeah, Living man. the dream. Finally man. got you in here. We had a date, but shit yeah. happens. And we got you back in here. So I it's dope. I know what happened. That it was... I think oh, you that got caught up at work. I had a client yeah. fly... To New York on like some emergency shit with their like their, contract on their with deal. their emergency shit yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so all of a sudden they're just like hey we we land tomorrow at JFK is there any way that you can like pick us up and help us deal with this situation yeah and I'm like you gotta do what you gotta do it is what it is that Those money things, calls you gotta do have, it yeah you know when you're when you're looking at your paycheck potentially <coughs> potentially whittling away. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta Indeed. do what you gotta do. Absolutely right. Are you here feast, now, man? Feast or famine in the world of real estate. People. That's it. Feast or famine. I like that. You're a jack of all trades, man. So I don't even know where to start because you got real estate. You got, yeah, you got, the, you got the, the farm. The farm thing. Yeah, yeah man. You're yeah. heavy in the crypto. Yeah, right? stocks, crypto investment. Yeah. Being the cryptos. I don't even mess with the stocks no more. You just I don't mess with ditched that. The, yeah, see? Smart, man. Stock is for know, old folks. That's I played with that back in the day. And yeah, it's for it's, it's too it, slow, right? It, it turns off, man. It does. Yeah. It's like it has a you know nine to five, Monday through Friday. Like, yeah. it's not that life. Crypto is not old, stop, man. Yeah. Bitcoin, Bitcoin never sleeps. Crypto no, it does not. Crypto Crypto is worldwide. Yes, it is. Crypto is worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide, twenty four seven, three sixty five. That's right. Yeah. Three sixty six. You want to count leap year shit? Crypto, yeah. crypto, uh, or or more importantly, blockchain. Blockchain is the future. Yes, it is. You know the the what's the catchphrase these days now? The Web three. Web three. Web three. Web three. Everybody's boasting that Web three. Are, are we are we are we playing on Web three like right the now? Five G. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, we can make this a whole NFT. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's all different types of ways we could, we could just, flip it. We could just send it to people as an NFT versus a soundbite or a, what is it, a iMovie, whatever the heck they're doing now. Yeah, iMovies and fucking TikToks and What's shit. iMovies? Like well, on an Apple, you can like make an iMovie. Send, yeah, when you're just like, uh, you can send a video. You can send pretty big video files now yeah. on your iPhones. Yeah, really? Yeah. 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 Although... 
This is definitely swaying from the conversation, but uh, I don't know if you guys watch the Super Bowl or seen the commercials or heard about this stuff, but the new Google phone is crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I heard it. There was like a, a ton of press about that afterwards, too. Yo, that's I don't think I saw the commercial yo, about you, it. But. You know what's crazy? Yo, there's a lot of crazy shit out there, but people follow more suit. And the reality is they probably use only about 20% of their phone's features. No, of course. Yeah, But yeah. there's some shit out there, like, for years it has been nuts. But maybe the manufacturer ain't really pushing the promotion on it. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or maybe it's the only dope feature. Nobody knows about this shit. I've seen some crazy shit. And I like, I think I might have told you about a phone. Like, when I was visiting family, this motherfucker had a projector on it. You didn't mention saying? that. Yo, dude, I'm what? bugging. Yo, Here's the shit though. It was a Samsung phone. He was like, is one Samsung of my... is so far ahead of everything. So, always, no, but always. This was like fucking seven years ago. Yeah. And my cousin was like, "Your phone can't do this." And then he fucking like stands like three feet from the fridge, and then he puts on YouTube, and he's like, "I'm like, what the fuck?" <laughs> I'm like, "I never seen this shit." I was like, "What?" And it was it was a Samsung phone, but people ain't up on this shit. And then you know how regional shit is. They might make certain shit for certain regions to pitch it to True. them. You know what I'm saying? The yeah, same true, way yeah, we get yeah. certain shit. There's a, but, you know, once you get locked in on certain shit, people don't, they don't drift from it. Dude, dude. but the, yeah. you know, back to blockchain, man. Blair. Solana? Oh, yeah. Dropping a phone? Solana oh, is doing Are a they dropping phone. a phone? I didn't They're know doing that. a phone. I don't know if I it's can It's going to be a Web3 enabled phone. They can barely keep their fucking network <laughs> on. I, I, no argument there. No argument there. The... The, the layer one that crashes once a week. Exactly. Imagine having service with that. But, man. but I mean, it's it's but kind of big deal. It's a, it is a big deal. If it's that a lot, you can, you can get it anywhere. Right? Yeah. Before before Apple had their their laptops or their, you know, phones or anything, like, Apple's would break. That's true. I you agree. You know what I mean? You know, but, we're, when we talk about blockchain, we're entering a whole new world of, like, industrial revolution type shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's why the catchphrase like the Web three is like this is like the 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 similar light of what it was like in the early internet days. Yeah, like as far as investments go, oh, of course. As far as uh, technology development goes, mm-hmm. th- like like obviously like when we grew up and there wasn't there there was there was no there wasn't internet. internet exactly. There was a time when there wasn't phones. There was obviously like most of the beginning of our lives were like. It was rotary connected. phones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My my Dang. TV still had the dial. I had a goddamn old. dial on my TV, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, oh, I remember that shit. Too. Yeah, UHF and, and VHF, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. At a certain time, that shit shut the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. I remember man. when we finally. I think like my family was one of the last ones to get cable, man. Yo, I was. I remember you that cable. Alone there, bro. I remember oh, that word. cable guy. You ain't alone bro. there, bro. I remember that cable guy coming, bro. And I was, I literally sat in front of the TV, like Indian style, we just saw that waiting. But, but yo, but did you, did you steal cable though? Did you like, I think, I think we might. Like one, like, might have, right? like growing up with me, we had like one cable box. And then once we found out how to split that motherfucker, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. every room and every house room had, had cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. when you was living the life. I think oh. it was like once, once you figured out and it was like the, the truth about the cable man is like, it's not a myth. Like the cable man, like those dudes are really, yo, throw me 20 bucks. Yep. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Once they started selling the replacement parts and like the technical stuff, like at like a Radio Shack, yeah, that's when people were like, "Okay, I just got to get a, this little splitting device, and then I got to get forty foot of this cable." Exactly. I'm, gonna the, I'm never gonna know. Yep, and I'll I can start making my own box, and I can just blend my own shit together, and it's yeah. crazy. But 
we have seen the evolution of certain shit. And yeah, the thing yeah. about what separates for me blockchain and the internet, it's like this is dealing with value. Yeah. Before yeah. like the internet was just basically just information. Well, yes and no, but imagine if we were our age oh, back when then? the internet was that. Oh we'd goodness. be talking about the investments and the yeah. money that we can make on the internet. Of course. That's yeah, what course. we would be talking about. Yeah. So, of course. Yeah, I, but but to your point though. Yeah, this yeah. is more like you're because we're dealing with when you think crypto assets or cryptocurrency whatever you want to call it like financial institutions will be using this technology. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And they're already they already are. They already are. Yeah. Just waiting. They already are. You know. Yeah. You know? Foreign governments already are bigging up blockchain and digging into it. It's just a matter of the U.S. stepping up and yeah, yeah, joining the party. I'm wait- and we're all waiting for that. And and it's it's gonna happen. It's in our it's it's in our lifetimes that it will just because it's a technological advancement. It's exactly. just it's the way that when there it's a snowball effect. Once it starts rolling. It's yeah. gonna happen. Shit don't stop. Don't it's, stop. It, 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 there's no Neither. stopping it. Yeah. And this is like an open ledger technology. There, it is. There's literally no stopping it. You, you cannot. Or you cannot. You like, can't stop the technology. You can't yeah. stop the code. Yeah. yeah. It's you trust the code, and now they have these. Um, what is it like? A, I'm gonna butcher the the acronym for it, but it's an IFPMF. PMS, whatever. You're talking like something like IFMS. IFMS. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's basically like an offline web, yeah. which is like the heart of Web3, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's like there is, you know, the um, the federal government can go and shut down tornado cash. Exactly. But, you know, if something's built on this IFMS, I think that's the code, but if it's built on this platform, it's basically like internet that can never be turned off. Can never be turned off. So it's like wild. just straight code. It's in the ether, it's AI, it's machine learning, it's all this stuff. Right? That's what keeps it's it that whole world. decentralized. That's a, that, and that's to the point, yeah, it's fully decentralized to be able that, to have that because there's nobody that can start it and nobody that can stop it once it's in motion. out there. And that's the beauty of it, man. Yeah. You know I'm a you know I'm a DeFi. Oh, head, man. I know you're a DeFi head, and you're more of a DeFi head than me because I, I want to dabble in that shit, but I just be yeah. procrastinating on it. I want to I want to do away with with my bank oh, altogether yeah, you, and you I want are, to be bankless. Yeah, you are definitely like yeah. pro crypto to the extent. Yeah. I want my crypto to fucking make me some money so these banks can pay me. That's yeah. what. Yeah, I want. yeah. I, I mean, hey, end of the day, end yeah. of the day, you gotta you gotta be able to convert to fiat as we call it, right? Yeah. To like to, to greenbacks here because the rest of the world, even when we're eighty, yeah. are not going to be fully. 100% and into, into crypto, it, right? Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing you have to. That's how I look at it too. Because what's happening in my perspective when I see government like the United States, they're trying to block off <clears throat> all these entrances that they can't regulate. So, mm-hmm. like, it's going to be hard for people if they keep closing off these entries and exits to like even get fiat. Yeah, hundred percent. Because like you don't want to have your money stuck in like I don't know. I'm just using Binance as an example. Yeah, like if you can't cash out to something, then your money's just stuck. Yeah, that's the the biggest problem that needs to get solved in that industry right now for um for use cases, right? Because there's a lot of layer twos, as they call them, and mm-hmm. layer zeros even that are linked to like that's the, the layers that Visa, Mastercard, and all those guys yeah. are using right now, right? Where they're like 
um, through Binance, actually, ACH, Alchemy nope. Pay is one where it's like a retail, user-friendly. Yeah. It's like you're tapping a, a debit card, but you don't even know that you're using it. Exactly. It's, that's like the no, word, too. And no one would ever know. Or the Lightning Network on, on Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yep. Where it's like you don't even see it happening. It's all happening. It's on the background. The yeah. Yeah. Which is very similar to the way that the world works right now with Visa MasterCard on how you tap it. And that transactions, there's like 17 different people getting paid between you and the end person. Exactly. Because it's going through all these different checks and balances, depending on if it's in the U.S. or overseas. But in the world of, of blockchain and crypto, then it goes from, it's literally from it's me to peer to peer. It's pure P to P. So that's the, the big reason why governments and banks don't They're like it. They're not about that. Because it's not just about tracking who you are and what you're doing with your money yep. and the ability to stop you from doing what you want to do with your money. Exactly. But it's it's a multi-billion dollar, dare I say trillion dollar yep. industry, yeah. right? And they just want to corner it, man. And that's yeah. the beauty of it, too. It's like, you know, you got peer-to-peer. <clears throat> and it's like, it's instant settlement on some of these, man. Oh, yeah. Like, payment yeah. is one thing. You know what I'm saying? But instant settlement is yeah. like another. I can send you I can send you money on my phone to your phone right now. Yep. And no one would ever know that we did it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Not malicious. Yeah. Not not ill intent on, on any level whatsoever. And that's a big fear, right? And but if you think about even just statistically on the worst year since two thousand eleven for, for blockchain technology, malicious activity with money and out. the consumer goods is far less than the percentage oh, really? of uh, counterfeiting, oh, and malicious yeah, oh, yeah. use yeah. of paper currency. Yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, come on. For talking sure. about money laundering. Yeah. yeah. People that are going to launder money are going to launder it no with regular what. money yeah. because the, it's they know how to get rid of it and how to use it. Exactly. You know, if you're laundering a, a Bitcoin... Yeah, you're, it's, you're and, trying to do some. You're trying to buy drugs with a Bitcoin. There's a, only a few people that are going to know what to do with that. It's Bitcoin true. When it's, done. it's true. And you know? they say you can track it, and it's supposed to be decentralized. So everything's everything is on the blockchain. So yeah, you know, you people. Can, I can people see. Are I can see what any wallet around the world is doing. The only safety mechanism there is the decentralized part of it, where it's like I don't need to know who that wallet is exactly. unless they want me to know. Exactly. I could see all their activity. I could see that they own, you know, Shiba Inu butt plug coin. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't matter what the heck it is, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, could just, I could see all the crap that they aped into even, right? And exactly. The, the shit coins, as they call them. Yeah. Um, or the NFTs that they own. Which is crazy and, because uh, there was like yeah. an NFT hack that happened not too long ago, I heard. Yep, yep. Which is like... That, I mean, like, there's tens there's, of thousand dollars worth of NFTs just fucking taxed. There's, there's hacks that are it's happening fucked. all day, every day on you know. Yeah, the internet is motherfucker. On any platform out but there. But you're super deep in this shit. How the fuck did you first get involved with oh, this? Because yeah. your knowledge is super extensive. We're in the group chat on the phone and shit, and you're usually chiming I'm hitting in you guys with that alpha man. Nobody's yeah, listening. No, no, I Nobody's see. <laughs> I'm paying attention. I'm no, listening. Fucked up. That's probably me and Gibbs that's paying attention yeah, for yeah, the yeah, most yeah, part. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But. I don't shy away from any information. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because all information is useful. I'll yeah. take right. it out. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's not at the moment, I might be busy or some shit, but I'm going to get to it eventually. Yeah, yeah. So how did you get first get involved? What turned you on to it? Um, gosh. It's been like a minute now. It's hard to even tell. So I remember 
I think the first time I remember hearing about blockchain was listening to like talk radio one day while driving into the city or something like that, right? I remember there was, I don't know what the news station was, but they were talking about this new technology on how it can help to fix, I think they were talking about like dental records or like medical records or something, mm -hmm. right? They were like, oh, this is online ledger system. This is before the narrative of like Bitcoin and like, mm -hmm. you know, the, um, the, the Bitcoin gold or, you know, what have you. And I just thought that that was fascinating because I'm like, yeah, there's, that's great. It's like this, this global ledger system. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you want something like DLT, that? DLT, distributed ledger. Yeah. I'm like, why wouldn't I want to be able to like have, and I was, I think it was like in my early twenties, maybe I was dealing with some medical, so it's some like unknown medical oh, damn. shit. So wait, you right? knew about this back then? Yeah. Well, no, about, about technology okay. linking to, you know, it must've been like later, like what, late twenties then in that case. Because yeah. 2018, it was like... 2018 was late in the game, bro. This is yeah. Like, yeah talking, so you're talking, talking pre like 2011. Okay, damn. Okay, so you. Like I mean, I knew about it. Yeah, I wasn't, you your, I wasn't in it. Yeah, you had right? your ear to it. Okay, but I. So long story short, uh, I remember hearing about certain things, and then obviously it grew from there, and then I got into it very hands on in 2017, when a, a buddy of mine um, came from the music industry, and he was pivoting into he wanted to create this technological platform that was ultimately like the best way that we sold it was it's a waterfall payment system like ven for venmo right okay. it's like think of venmo but with a waterfall payment system yeah and it, we were, he was trying to solve the problem in the music industry of everybody getting paid at the same time because hmm. it was like he was sick of everybody having to chase payday and chase a check and net 30 turns into net 90 real quick yep. if you're in the gig economy real quick and um in the music industry there's so much money that moves on a daily basis especially when you're on tour with a band yeah that he was trying to solve that distribution problem pivoted within that to just trying to create an entire um payment platform linked to payment distribution okay so think of it just like uh blockchain was just a natural pivot into there yeah um we were we were selling it to venture capitalists in the pitch by saying that this is smart contracts for ach payments <laughs> right so if you know ach payments that's like your normal, your normal bank checking, transaction yeah. but um smart contracts that's the catchphrase in all of crypto, crypto and yeah. blockchain because the smart contract is actually what's it's where the code lies it's where the the functionality is actually exactly happening, you set right? the deadlines you can right right right, right. so so that's where i got wind of it and one of our developers was like super heavy in, i mean he was heavy in bitcoin and this was going into like before that 2018 crash so rich? this dude was printing he was printing bitcoin oh, in 2017 going into 18. That was when it had that first big, like, yeah, that first little I think it's like the halving pro there's a halving process that happens in Bitcoin every, like, whatever. I think years. every four years. So I think we're actually, some people say it's happening, it's supposed it's to happen now. It's happening, coming up, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, there's debate on whether or not it's I don't uh, think it's gonna happen. now or next year, but anyway. But, uh, yeah, so it, I remember it, like, him, him telling us, like, you guys just need to buy some, just buy some, buy some. Of course I didn't, because I was broke as a joke trying to, like, we were all running on fumes Yo, 
in a yeah, startup. Yeah, super cheap back in 2018. They were giving it away. Like, bro, you were, we're able talking, to just bro, get it from doing surveys. We're talking about, I was, tr- I was hustling, trying to consult, trying to work for myself and, like, figure out what the fuck I was going to do. I'm surprised you slouched on it. Because it wasn't a priority. While I was, I'm surprised you slouched on it, though. No, I know, I know. I'm hey, surprised. He's surprised. I'm surprised too. But at the time, he jumps at, dude, that shit at the quick. time, I'm hustling at the farm with my mom, mm-hmm. making jams on my days off to pay bills. I'm hustling, trying to get as many contract gigs as I can get because I was trying not to do the the, the nine to five yeah. retail thing anymore, and I was trying to like help retailers at that point, right? I was trying to like trying to figure out like my goal was like what's my next move? Like I want to do my own thing. That's what I kept saying, and I and I said that like it was. Like like a broken record, and my wife was always just like, "If you say that one more time, she's like, figure out what the heck that thing is, mm-hmm. and then we could talk." You know what I mean? So I was trying to hustle and fake it till I made it. You know yeah. what I mean? She's always been on the grind, though. So yeah, I mean naturally, right? I mean, gosh, I remember being in like elementary school or middle school and going to the corner store, buying a bag of blow pops or like Airheads or something, <laughs> going to school, and I'm selling those things for like a in little school. markup. Yeah. No Back doubt. then, man, you could buy like a bag of candy for a dollar fifty, like 15, 20 pieces. I come home at fifteen dollars. There you go. You know what I mean? Entrepreneurial shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like a supporting my skateboard habit. <laughs> <laughs> early, know, right? So, yeah, early on, right? I'm like, I need to buy new shoes. Yeah, so, How can I get new shoes? So let's but, talk about this dude that was printing this Bitcoin, man. Where's he at now? Is he still your friend? Um, he's an acquaintance. Okay. Yeah, he's he's uh like I feel like when we so so we ran this project for we were building it for about a year. Did he lose his Bitcoin? No. Okay. No, no, no. He's he's good. Okay. He's, he that kid is is good to go. Gotcha. Um, he was uh, super good friends with the founder, uh, the gentleman Kurt, who uh, was the the, the main music I, guy, the main idea behind blockchain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And um, so we we ran it for a year on our own money. Um, and we were able to get in front of like once 2018 hit, we were able to get in front of like every VC out there. Yeah, I mean, like it, we were getting in front of like, like Union Square Ventures, like like big time venture capitals in the city. The problem was that they wanted a, a minimum viable product at the time, right? They wanted an MVP, and at that point, we're like. Dude, if you just gave us twenty five thousand we'll dollars, uh, we'll get something. somebody in Russia to build it for us. You know <laughs> what I mean, or or where have you? Yeah. And um, like, there was boiling points going on only in in my family life, but then in my yeah, business partner. partner's family yeah. life and everybody else. So it got to the point where like, uh, my friend Kurt had to take a. He got like the the world's greatest gig. Uh, he was the tour director for Post Malone. Oh, sure. So we had to, he, we had to stop because he was like, I can't turn down yeah, this yeah. money. Yeah. And I'm going to be gone for, yeah. you know, 400 days. I'm off <laughs> So we shelved it. Post we, Malone yeah, we, we shelved it. But, you know, it. I still think in my eyes that it was like one of the most successful, like, learning years of my life because it, it just, I, I figured out exactly what it was that I wanted to do. Yeah. Like through that experience, and I still talk to people. I'll still be pitching it to people over lunch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be like, "Oh man, you, you know, I had this idea like that, that we ran with a while back, and I give people my like elevator pitch method. Like, That's a great idea." And I'm like, "Yeah, it was a great idea. It was." I'm like, "But not there. It's not there. It's not happening." Um, and now you look at like 
the the world of crypto and blockchain you got these payment platforms out there that are you know it's exactly we were we were like 16 months early to the party and we ran out of runway that sucks and yeah pumped the brakes and went on with our lives but but i kept going with uh you know being fascinated about the 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 next phase of you know technology and the next phase of you know what this um you know this bitcoin or this you know blockchain or this crypto is gonna gonna be yeah and when you uh, got into bitcoin that was your first of course that was your introduction yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. and then uh very quickly so i gosh when i when i first started so there's a lot that happened before i started messing around like with with like investing like real money yeah you know like i I made it a point to in 2018. I made it a point to go and just go dark for like two years and get myself out of debt. Mm, it's important because one of the biggest problems that I had growing up was I had that mentality of like the only bad debt is debt that I can't pay. Yep. Mm. And come to find out, All that's exactly bad. what they want you to think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to like just acquire debt. Nope, no big deal. Yeah, another credit card. Don't worry. We'll send you another zero percent interest uh, exactly. card for, sooner for than later, years and, then... and you can flip that right into there. And then you got your, your when you when you're calling your bank or your credit union <laughs> saying like, can I do what's called a debt consolidation loan? Mm-hmm. And you don't even own any real property or any real assets. The only thing you own is that debt. That was like the aha moment for me where I was, I was like, you know what I mean? I gotta do something different. Yeah, I gotta like figure out like how to get out of this so i'll skip the long part of that story but like i basically took two years of like hustling and doing everything that i possibly needed to do to eliminate like my um undesirable debt as gotcha. i call it right because there's there is good debt that you can have right like yeah, if you have yeah, a mortgage sure. yeah. it's a, a if debt. it's an asset that's appreciating yep. like or not excessive debt. or non-excessive exactly. debt yeah. correct yeah, yeah yeah and no like no issues with anybody using like credit or using debt like they need to, right? It's like there's there's all the reason in the world to um, to have acquire uh, a little have, bit of debt, acquire debt like that, and to use it responsibly, Absolutely. right? I unfortunately did not use my debt responsibly. I mean, I can remember when I was living in San Diego, and I uh, I was working at Zoomies for the longest time, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, that was like my first like my my first real career. You was on and Zoomies hard. I was on bro. Zoomies. I was like eight years deep in that. Yeah, yeah you was moving years. on. Like, I, I loved working there every single minute, even up until the day that I gave my notice. I had no reason to give my notice. I just woke up one day and I was like, yeah, I'm like, I think, I think I'm done. It wasn't even a fuck this moment. It was like I, I literally, I shoot you not, I woke up and I thought to myself like, man, like this is really fun. I'm like, but I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Not feeling fulfilled anymore. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I don't know what I want to do. So I called my boss. I gave my notice and I cashed out my Zoomi stock that year. So I had like been acquiring stock mm-hmm. from the company, but also buying in out of every single paycheck, just like set it and forget yep. it. And I cashed out my stock and I eliminated every single bit of my debt that I had. Good shit. And then within six months, I got it all back. <laughs> I had credit cards. You had no plan. I had a, I, what's that? You had no plan. I had no fucking plan. You just fucking was like, I'm out of here. I was here. like, I was like, I got no, I got no debt now, and all of a sudden, it just piles I'm like, back on. I'm just gonna start spending, spending money again. Yep. I got all this. I'm, I'm liquid. 
I got all this money Ooh. to burn. You are even not if it's alone. not my money. You are not alone. You know what I mean? People and like still yeah, to this day, I look at that's when I, I bring up this credit union situation. It's like I was calling my credit union being like, Can I do a debt consolidation? Do you regret that uh, move? You know I'm what? not talking about as far as where you're led up to now in life, but I'm talking about at that moment, would you have changed anything about that moment? Dude, only thing that I wish is that I knew what I know now. That's well, we it. all do. Yeah, yeah. We we all, all, but it's like I don't thought. I wouldn't have changed anything, man. I wouldn't have. Like I did you still what I said. Listen, it's my time to go. I move I, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you feel like you hit your ceiling. You're not telling me did, you would have yeah. been like, you know what, maybe I should have thought this. I almost went back. More. Believe it or not, I don't think anybody oh, even knows this. Shit. I almost went back. I when they started expanding in New York City. Really? I went and had a conversation with them. And I, this is when I was working. And um, gosh, I was. So when I left, it was really strange coincidence because the day I gave my notice with them, my ex-girlfriend at the time, Kellen, was living out in L.A. working for this guy in Boston named Johnny Cupcakes. Mm-hmm. It's like novelty t-shirt. Yeah, it's like, a, like, a big deal back. I had like cult, early MySpace shit. Cult-minded stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so like people are obsessed with his stuff. He's, yeah. he's a great guy, great family. Um, she called me that same day being like, hey, I, cause I had networks all around the country yeah. from Zoomies and from everywhere else. She's like, hey, do you know anybody like looking for like kind of what you do but in Boston? And I was just like, well, what about me? She was like, yeah, right. I was like, no. I was like, hey, update. I just gave my notice. I have to fly to Seattle to go and talk to these people to, to let them know like I'm seriously leaving. Like they wanted me to come. You went to headquarters and, like, and everything. Yeah, yeah. They wanted like, they wanted me up there. They wanted to talk to me. They wanted to make sure that everything was okay. Like, why? They really wanted to know why. And I, I was like, liked you, man. Yeah. I mean, I was. You I really invested. Yeah. Yep. They so. They they wanted to keep me and I I honestly I really like I mean like I, I cried you know what I mean like it was, it, was, it was emotional. Job. They wanted me to age. stay yep. so. I started working there with them. Yeah, yeah. You've been last long because I never remember you. Yeah. We, had a, we had a crew there that we yeah. had we had a long, deep crew maybe in like town, two bro. months. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I never remember seeing you there. Wasn't Dude, there I, long, I started yeah. from I was the first person hired in New York. I was getting paid seven twenty five an hour. To drive that guy Eric Baker yep. from Middletown down to, to Palisades Center. Yeah, in Rockland, that was the first Zoom. I was on the East Coast, losing I money for the first year I worked there just because I wanted to work at what I thought was like the the only opportunity to be in the skate industry out of Orange County, New York yep. at the time, oh, which wow. was true. I was like, this is my gateway. I was like, this is my gateway to California. Mm. And it took it. you there. And it took me there. Yeah, it awesome. was awesome. That's and, awesome I, and I right? enjoyed every minute of it. But got up one day. Was like it and, it, and I hadn't felt that before that day, which is the weirdest part about it, too. Normally, you know, you lead up to it and you're just like, oh, it's like, yeah, but that day was the day. So, when you woke morning, up, right? when you woke up, you just got up and something just said, this ain't it no more, right? Yeah, just pause, hold that thought, Gibbs. Why did you leave Zoomies? Um, I just keep, for, keep me, it, right, buck, for me, for me, because I, I, I kind of already know yeah, for me, bro, I just felt like it was, <laughs> I want to hear it. It was more salesmanship than anything, and I wasn't about it. And yeah. then at the same time, Rob, that was the culture for sure, like a hundred. No, I know, like, but I, I yeah, want, yeah. I want to, I want to hear. I want you to. We're going to get back to you. Yeah. Pause on and that. then at the time too, like I wasn't, I, my heart wasn't as much as Finkel's was. And then Rob was opening a skate shop in New Windsor, and that's what got me to go to work in that shop. Mixed yeah, bag, yeah, that? I remember that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's clear. Okay. And that was more core to me, even though kids was still going to like Zoomies. Zoomies. Yeah. I was still kind of. Bash it. You had, you know I mean? Yeah, because you had the yeah. commercialization of skateboarding at that time when these exactly. popped up and exactly. it was like, you know what I mean? Yep. But 
Yo, good looks on sharing that. I appreciate that. I knew yeah. already, but I wanted to hear you say it and share it with the people. Yeah, yeah. Rob's, Rob's shop you. was legit, though. It like, was. And Rob well, was such a good dude. It really is. Whatever man. happened to Rob? Living in Brooklyn somewhere, last I've heard. That dude was like, a, he was a real dude. Real dudes, like, real core skateboarder. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bongo, Bob, and Rob. Yeah, Bongo, form, Bob, and Rob, yeah. <laughs> Washington but, Street alumni. His entire room on Washington Street was just turntables, I remember, That's like it. all the time, and bongos. Records. And that guy's that guy's legit. Yeah, so you dude. wake up, Finkel, and you're like, all right, this isn't it anymore. No plan, no nothing. These people obviously liked you up at corporate or whatever within Zoomies, right? Yeah, they moved they moved me from New York to Southern California. Like it's they nuts, paid man. for everything. You were killing it, bro. Then you... they moved me from LA to San Diego, and um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And they 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 uh, I think what did they they dubbed me as a uh, I was a cultural icon. In the company is how they sold me. Because yeah, you, you come I mean? from the cloth, right? Exactly. And then, and then you transitioned in an environment where nobody knew what the fuck was going on, but you kid. Yeah, yeah. It was in your DNA. Yeah. Yep. And they, didn't, they didn't know what skateboarding was like in New York. They sure as hell didn't know what skateboarding was like in Southern California. Like I don't want to sign because they they waited. They waited till over. A, they had over a hundred stores when I went to Southern California. I was just gonna sign it. So sell they again. waited because. They knew, like, we can't tap into that market because we're not core. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not saying a dick, but this is what <laughs> this is the true fucking matter of it. They appropriated skateboarding. Yeah. And they used you as, like, the mind of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, no, they, yeah. and, I mean, they, they, and not going to necessarily say they exploited it, they exploited you, but they were like, yeah. we'll give you what you want, but you got to give us what we want. Yeah. You know yeah. What I, mean? I was, I was yeah. a figurehead that was able to make it... I, I was the cushion between... The core shops yep. mm-hmm. and the you know the, the mainstream like yeah. kids. Yeah. I mm-hmm. literally would be going to every single skate shop, all the core shops, and going to all the distribution uh, centers and all of that, and making friends with all these. That's people. fucking so dope. But not because like Zoomies wanted me to do that. It's because that's what you wanted that's to because, do. Because yeah. like it, that's I wanted to know these people. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and it was like because it was so much who I was. I looked at it as an opportunity. To be like, you know what? This isn't about network networking for Zoomies. I'm just using that as my platform to get in the door. Exactly. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Whether they like yeah. me or not. Like walking into Active, yeah. and those dudes actually being like, "Oh, yeah, you're the Zoomies manager." Yeah. Next yeah. thing you know, two weeks later, I'm like best friends with all these guys at the park. No you know doubt. what I mean? And like, because they don't know who you are yet. Exactly. And they don't know when. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. They just they, and they don't know that you actually know your shit and you can actually skateboard. Yeah. yeah they that, didn't. Yeah. yeah exactly. Because that they skateboard just, is what speaks. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what got me farther, I think, in that market than my ability to just, you know, it was more about like for the business side of it, it was about being able to teach people to sell shit and fold shit. Yeah. That was it. It was not rocket science. Yo, that shit came yeah. to you fucking naturally. Because I've seen you sell some shit, and I was like, this motherfucker's like. Well, <laughs> he opened up with like with the blow pops and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, and yeah. Always, candy, always like bro. that. So always the like grind that. has always been in you. Bro, I was gonna like I was going to Ock at the time. I remember when um when when Zoomies was coming to town, and like it was funny because my parents were always like, "Listen, if you like go to school and like even part time." They're like, we'll pay for like, I think they were like paying for my car insurance or something, right? Like they, they, they had to swing some sort of value proposition in yeah, front of me to, to get you motivated. Because yeah. I was not motivated. I was not good at school. I was not good at school. I barely finished two years. You know what I mean? And then when I did finish, the Zoomies opportunity came up to 
take me out to Southern California. And my my parents, I think, were, I, I never really talked to them about this, but I feel like they were maybe a little bit conflicted between the two of them. But my dad was like, yo. Go for it. You like what you're doing. He's like, and I was like, yeah, but, like, but I need, in my mind, I was like, yeah, but I know I need to get like a four-year degree. I know I need this bachelor's degree if I want to be able to like make money in the yeah, long run. I yeah. have to like, my dad has a master's. My mom, I think at the time was like, taking her second masters or something like that right just yeah. in their spare time right <laughs> like who the fuck does that yeah mm-hmm. um and but my dad was straight up like listen if you like this then run with it he's like what's gonna happen in another couple of years when you have a four-year degree he's like you're gonna go and try to get a job i was like yeah he's like what about the debt you're gonna acquire over the next few years and i was just like well i'm gonna yeah. get the job to pay that off he's like you have a company that's willing to pay for you to get the experience doing what you really like to do. Yeah. He's like, he's like, what's a, what's a bachelor's degree versus a district you. manager's degree yeah. or a regional manager's degree or this. It's like, he's like, you're going to learn more doing this. And you know, it's funny. And you're going to get dad- hired. He's like, you're going to get hired by the same people yeah. that'll hire you with a bachelor's degree, but they're going to pay you more. Yo, your dad was super cool for that because a lot yeah. of, a lot of people with college degrees don't think that logical. Yeah, they yeah, look yeah. at it like you need to get. And a this degree. is from an educated man. This yeah. is, what I'm this saying. is from a guy for, who's for like, him to be like that. MBAs, nobody even gets those anymore. Versus right? saying like, you need to get this degree. Mm-hmm. Fuck that job. He saw a bigger picture, which is yeah, actually yeah. true, especially in today's day and time. If you have the experience and you have the longevity with a certain company and doing a certain thing, and you acquire a group of set skills, that becomes yeah. more valuable. It becomes yeah. way more valuable, dude. And like I said, first career. Wouldn't have changed that uh, that that moment in time for the world, and it got me to figure out all the next steps and all the. And then I learned a lot of what I didn't want to do after that. Definitely learned a lot about what I didn't yeah. want to do. But um, <coughs> yeah, and then oh, so to finish that off though, about I almost went back. So I had then a couple years later moved back to New York City with um, my girlfriend, who's now my wife, mm-hmm. um, and. I think I took a job at Vans for like three months or something like that. In right? the city or? Yeah, in, in, in Queens. In Queens, okay. <laughs> I was like bi- biking and skateboarding to Queens from Brooklyn. It was horrible. <laughs> Jeez. And um, that didn't turn out to be what I thought it was going to be. And then I got a job at a high-end fashion retailer in New York called Stephen Allen. And it was like a multi-brand retailer, like super cool men's and women's wear, like really enjoyed that. And while I was working there, I think I was six months in, and um, that's when I started talking to Zoomies again because they were opening up in New York. And I almost, I was like, I actually think I went to my superior there and was giving my notice. Really? Yeah, I think I got that far. And there was like a verbal commitment almost with like the higher ups at Zoomies. And when I went to my buddy Scott, who I was working with, he was just like, you know, what do, he's like, what do we need to do to get you to stay? He's like, because this is much bigger than because I was chasing a paycheck. Yep. That's what I was doing. I was oh. like, Zoom is going to pay me like 10 grand more a year to go back and do exactly what it was that I was doing before. But in one store in Manhattan, I'm like, Damn. why wouldn't I do that? Damn. And then, uh, so anyway, I think I burnt, I burnt that bridge at that moment in time, I think. With, with Zoomies, Zoomies or people. With, Yeah, with the okay. Zoomies people. Yeah, because I, I, then I went back to them and I said, like, I was like, listen, it's not going to work. Like, I'm going to stay. They're paying me less, but it's like a better long-term vision than, yeah. you know. And then my wife even told me too. She's like, you, you know, you're you're going backwards if you go back, like literally and figuratively, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, anyway, 
but uh, had a good run. Yeah, man. It was it was good times, and uh, it got me back to the East Coast, which is where I, you know, I really I think that was one of the the feelings of uh, why I ended up waking up that day and wanted to like leave my job was I just wanted to get back east. So it was a little you bit know, of home come back home. Yeah, man. You know, I I probably felt like the hamster on a treadmill. Yeah, that's it, yeah, man. and it gets it gets very repetitive. Man, I have friends that are have been in Zoomies for like twenty plus years now, and I just I, it's like how do you, like it's like the same thing, and I was like getting into that mindset of like it's like I love repetition. I yeah. love the idea of repetition. I'm OCD about shit, right? It's like yeah. I love it, but yeah, when it comes to like the creative flow and yeah. the, the hustle, it starts to slow you down a little bit. I wonder what yeah. kind of well, I wonder what kind of um. Well, I don't know what the better word for is it, but kind of like I wonder what kind of control they have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If they have any, so or whatever they're doing in Zoomies. Like, what do you mean, like a control or influence? Well, same difference. Same you know difference. what I'm saying? Like, if if you're set up in a store, let's just say, like, if he was was still would have been there, I I think like his fucking well, we already know his influence was there, but like I wonder if like, so let's say you're gonna be my supervisor mm-hmm. and you're like, yo, skis, I'll I'll be your supervisor, but I need you to do this that third and fourth. I need you to listen to me. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then two years later, like you're pitching all these ideas. I'm like, yeah, 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 we're doing this. And they're not taking. Oh, yeah, so that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wonder where they're at with that because, like, to stay somewhere for so long, and and you either just are happy collecting a paycheck and doing what you do, what revolves mm-hmm. around it, or you're trying to actually change some things. You know what I'm saying? And influence some things. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like the early on you were more Early about the on influence. you were more influential, I think. I mean, I don't I don't know about the whole ins and outs of it, but you know, I still think that to this day what they're doing is it's impacting something. Okay. You for know sure. what I mean? They're, they're not just in, folding they're, t shirts. They're, they're not just folding t shirts. No, they're, I mean keeping it above. They they have more okay. hey, I said, they I have up. No, no, no. Right. They have they have enough money to be able to do so many different things with it and actually like the founder tom campion was just on that you know that podcast how i built this or whatever it is i've heard of that so he was just on that podcast talking about like everything on how he started the company and how he built it up but they he donates so much money to like environmental impacts and everything like that but anyway i mean it it, would i go and work there today no nah you know what i mean did i love my time when i was there and just enjoyed it and did i did i learn a ton from it Absolutely. Yeah, you were Do I feel though. like at that moment in time I was able to impact others and like help others? I think I did. Yeah. Like I really enjoyed like there was working there at that moment for me that was so much more in in the world of gosh, I didn't even I didn't even see myself as like a manager or a supervisor. I was like I was a teacher. You know what I mean? We'd go to these big retreats and like you have thousands of kids at these retreats all like you know, store managers and assistant managers, and you're teaching about things that aren't necessarily about in-store topics. You're not just teaching them to sell shit and fold shit, which is like the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. But you're teaching them about like people skills, people skills, like like about like financing, like how do you how do you like run your own personal budget versus you know your store's budget? Like they taught you like real financial skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like things that I obviously probably should have taken that class, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, no, but it, they would, you know, cause one of the reasons why you'd have, I remember at that point, one of the reasons you'd have people leaving or wanting to leave was because they're chasing paychecks. That's it. And a lot of the times these, these managers are chasing paychecks to just go and make maybe like six, $7,000 more a year, which as we know now as adults, that is not 
life changing no, money. Not. Yeah. You're not you're not changing your your lifestyle. It's not. Right? So then it was about like, you know, what has changed? Like I remember asking some of my managers, well, what's changed in your in your day to day? You know what I mean? Like what's different now than it was before? And you know, not trying to necessarily convince them to stay, but just like more or less trying to help them. And a lot of times like I went to the manager and said, Yeah, you should go. You're right. Like shit's fucked up. Like you need to go deal with you. But then sometimes it was like you moved into an apartment, you had a roommate, roommate fell through, yeah. and now you're like you're you're, you're bleeding you're bleeding fifteen hundred a month versus, yeah. you know, nine hundred or yeah. seven hundred. Mm-hmm. And it was like simple things like that that are like fucking you up fixable but it's fixable right it's like so many that's the list so i learned from from those moments and this is what i like really took out of it was that and again this is like even just me like still to this day i let this shit get to me but like they would let the problem get in the way of the solution that's it it's like there's a problem there's always a solution for it but like people focus on that too much yeah if you let the problem just get in the way and like you can't see around the corner, right? Or like you need to, I need to, I, I'm, I'm better than I am right now. Like I need a promotion or I should be making more than I make right now. And there's somebody else out there that might in, in my eyes right now, see me as, as better and have more value. Yeah, you're more viable to what they yeah, need. Yeah, and that's my solution. But maybe it's not, right? Maybe the real solution is here. You just have to voice it and like yeah. fucking figure it out. Yeah. So anyway, don't let the problem get in the way of the solution. True, that, was the, that was the main thing. That's well said, man. I went on a weird roundabout there. Nah, I like how it's spinning, man. Yeah, that, I, I know, like that, man. Taking it in different shit. directions, but, uh, man. Yeah, it was good times. It was, no. it was my, my first career. And, no where did you, and, and where did you go from there after you? Uh, so I went to that company, Stephen Allen, that I was talking about. And that was a really cool opportunity because um, I took well I, I went to johnny cupcakes for a bit and oh. helped them with like business development stuff and they in were boston opening, you were doing yep, they were opening up stores they were wanting to expand um did that for like two years um then they decided that they were they were actually gonna like slow things down so my position there in the long run kind of would have just been stagnant so it was amicable i was just like yeah i mean i need to yeah figure my my next step out Cut ties and get out yeah and uh, my wife, uh, girlfriend at the time, was working on a transfer. She was with Mark Jacobs for like 10 years. And she was working on a transfer to New York. Mm. That's where she wanted to be. And I was like, fuck it, let's go. And I got to New York ahead of her, got ourselves established, got the job at Stephen Allen. I think I was there for like four or five years. And that was more like on the operational side and mm-hmm. kind of like it was it was a blank canvas, right? Like I could take everything that I learned from my previous career and bring it there and build tools, programs, like teach people the value of like product knowledge, right? It's a selling. It's just selling shit. And you are a retail shit, wizard. Bro. That is it. Yeah. It is like at its fucking core. It's like it doesn't. Nothing else matters. It's like you're just selling shit and you're folding shit. That's it. If you could just talk to people like we're talking right now. Then you can You're sell shit. shit you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. You're capable. Yeah. I got so you. it was like I'd be, I can't we, fold for how shit. Do we, how do we locate? Like my thing was like, well, how do I locate people nationwide in these locations that we're opening up? And like, I was going out, and that was my first tap into you know traditional real estate outside of like I wasn't really hands on with this at Zoomies when we were doing new store openings, but 
Um, you would pick the with locations? Steve, with, uh, yeah, with Stephen Allen, I'd go out there, I'd do tours of different locations, uh, work with architects, builders, build out, help build out the stores from the ground up. And then I took that after I was there and started running with that as like doing this for contract work for yeah. other retailers, right? Or startup retailers. Okay. Where it's like, you bring me in, I'm going to help you. You want to open up 25 stores in the U.S.? Okay. Here's what we need to do. Here's the playbook. Let's go. And and that was what I would do. I didn't know you were doing that. Yeah. And so you uh, became a contractor for other retailers to build locations. Yeah, I be, well, I became like a like an operations director or a, you know that that side of things. Because the the one thing with a lot of retailers and with a lot of uh, you know startup companies around retail is that all of those things are like very much an unknown. Yeah. Did you um, do that? So you did that independently. Yeah, I did that with a handful of different retailers, and then from that just started to spin off into being but a you, contract worker. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah. you so would work for you, but you would work for yourself doing it though. Correct. Yeah, yeah, I was officially like a contract worker. You still get people contact you.